0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. First, I want to give... I-, I could cry. Yesterday, the-, the-, the podcast I look at for my analytics... Um, I only look every once in a while. My highest one ever, it was a tie between an interview I did with Eric Jones and my daughter, Taisha Artis, I received 27 um, listens or views or whatever you call them within a two-hour period. And that was the highest I had ever had. Not, I, I felt blessed. Any one listened to every two hours is a blessing for me. But yesterday, something just told me to click on the analytics, and I did. And I had, at that time, 40 four listeners in that two hour window. And I could have cried. I really could have cried. It's just such a blessing that anybody wants to listen to little old me. Who am I? I'm just a a everyday person who doesn't even think about what I want to say before I open my mouth and don't remember what I said after I shut it. So thank you. um, All praises to the utmost high and thank you again. But today I want to speak about just being quiet. You know, we all know somebody who knows everything. No matter what you say, they can upstage you or they know better. You know, you get ready to tell the story. Have you ever got ready to tell something that's going on with you? Maybe you don't feel well or you're expressing something you've went through. And that person is like, yeah, because I remember when I... And then it becomes about them or you're trying to correct them. Maybe it's at work and you're a supervisor and while you're speaking to them about them, they want to tell you about somebody else whose time you should be wasting, you know, your time on instead of them because they've got it together. But this other person is who you need to be focusing on or they can't wait to give you their side. So they're not really uh, taking in what you're giving them, those those gems you're dropping to them about them and their work ethics, they're missing it because they're just waiting on their point, my advice is just be quiet, just be quiet, a fool runs their mouth and has all the answers, the wise person knows when to be quiet and when to listen Or when to be quiet and you're not listening. You just know not to waste your time on that person. You know, I'm going to give you a couple of examples real quick. and Because I always have great examples, right? So there is this guy. I love him. I absolutely love him. He's a part of our family. And I'm going to make sure he listens to this podcast, just so y'all know I'm not running him over. Uh, But his name's Rudy, and that's his real name. And Rudy, um, I've been, I was a supervisor. I was about to say I've been a supervisor, but I started being a supervisor in 2016. With the Department of Health, I was his supervisor until I left the Department of Health. When I left, I took him with me. I was his supervisor at the new company. Um, And then we both kind of left there. He was let go of only because of financial reasons. And then I left on my own terms. But now that I've got my own business, he is part of my board. So we'll always be together. And I love Rudy, but... I used to, as a supervisor, have to talk to Rudy about anything that, you know, maybe he was doing wrong or seeing wrong or whatever. Rudy is an exceptional employee, which is why I took him with me when I left, right? But of course, we all bump our heads, all of us. I even needed, you know, if I had a decent supervisor at the Department of Health, there were times he should have pulled my coattail and said, hey, Let me talk to you about this or that. And he would have been in all the rights because we bump our heads, especially when it's a new program and you are creating it from the floor up. We see different ways to do things and and you have to make those necessary adjustments. But anyway, I would talk to Rudy and Rudy would have his finger in in the air, you know, like that number one, when you got to go to the bathroom in church, or you're saying, hold up a minute. And he would have his mouth half open sitting on the edge of his chair. He just wants me to hurry up and shut up so he can make his point. And I used to always say, Rudy, put your finger down, shut your mouth, sit back, and just listen to what I'm saying. But Rudy would be so anxious to talk that he would miss my point. So when I would Close my mouth, he would just hurry up and say everything he needed to say, and I would ask him now, "What did I say?" And he would never know. So one day I was talking to Rudy, and he did that finger up, mouth up, but but miss up, but miss up, but miss up. So. so I shut my mouth and said, "Apparently you're not listening. So go ahead, the floor is yours." And I just sat there looking at him. And when he'd finish, I'd say, "Now, Rudy." I called you in here. What was I going to say to you? He would always assume he'd know. And he would always be off the mark. And now, later on, we laugh about that. But the whole point is, I was wasting my time trying to talk to Rudy because Rudy would always only be focused on what his re-engagement to me was going to be. Not what I was saying or focus on my point, but what his rebuttal was going to be. So when I realized I was wasting my time, I stopped. And I would shut my mouth and say, go ahead, Rudy, the floor is yours. The floor is yours. And then I would look at him like he was crazy while he spoke. That's the first example. Why waste my time? Eventually, Rudy understood. All right, this is my supervisor. Supervisor. And I'm not being respectful listening to her point so we can get to an understanding of what the situation is and how we can change it. He eventually got that. But it took some time. Some people never get it. All they're focused on is their point, their rebuttal, their dispute, how you're wronging them with whatever you're saying or thinking. And it's going to fall on deaf ears. There are so many ways to handle that in a workplace. Maybe that person's not the right person for that position. Maybe that person only has a voice when they're at work and they are going to be heard because when they get home, they're ignored. They're not heard. Um, God only knows what's going on at home. Maybe that person is a narcissist. (laughs) There are so many scenarios, but you don't have the time to try to figure it out. Or do you? Sometimes it's a necessity. You have a great employee and you really want to figure out what's going on with them. So you ask them, hey, every time I try to talk to you, you make it about somebody else. What's going on? But you do know you're not perfect, right? So please tell me so I can understand what's going on. Put that ball in their court. Let them explain to you why they feel like they're always above what you're trying to say. On the other hand, maybe it is you. Maybe your approach is horrible. Maybe you really don't know how to speak to other people. Always look at the bigger picture and the greater scenarios. Don't always think you're right and don't always think that this person just needs to be let go of. But that's work. I'm going to give you another scenario. It's personal. And I've told you this before, so I don't mind saying it again. Anybody can come to me with a grievance, and I'm going to listen. If I need to apologize, I'm going to apologize. Sometimes I apologize just because you feel that way. doesn't mean you're right. But if you feel that way, that is important that I made you feel that way. And I apologize that you felt that way. And I'll try my best not to ever make you feel that way again, even if what you grasp was wrong. I don't want to hurt your feelings. That's not my purpose. But when it came to my husband, he couldn't come to me and tell me he felt any kind of way. I'm going to look at him, and then I'm going to refute anything he said 80% of the time. It took for me to look at myself in the mirror because my husband was doing me like I would do Rudy. He would stop and smile and say, go ahead. Go ahead, Sonia. What, What is it you want to say? And I'd always start with no, no, because, no, because, well, no, you're wrong, because, well, Q, no, no, well, no, (laughs) not really grasping the way he felt or the way I was making him feel or the way he thought. And I guess in my mind, number one, dude, you can't have no feelings. Uh, I'm the only one allowed to have feelings in this relationship because I'm right and you're wrong, right? But really what it was with my husband is he's the only person that I want to see me as almost perfect. So when he has a complaint about me or, uh, not even a complaint, something he wants to discuss, I don't want to hear it because that means I'm not as perfect in his eyes as I think I should be. Other people I already know, they know I have faults. I say it. They've read my books. They they listen to my podcast. They, they've heard me speak out in public when I used to go around as a motivational or not so motivational speaker. They've heard me on radio shows, but not my husband. He's never heard me on the radio. He's never heard me at a speaking engagement. He doesn't listen to my podcast. I don't even tell him when I make them. I met him at a time when I let everything else go. I let the newsletters go. I let Led by Motivation go. I let my books go. I let everything go. And I moved here to start anew. So all he knows is the new Yeah, You know, like when you get saved, you become a new creature. You're a new creation. I was already saved. So now I'm a new creation in Florida. Y'all don't know me. You don't know my past. You don't know what I've done. You don't know where I've been. I want you to see me as grandiosa. I want y'all to see me as this wonderful person who volunteers, who, who wants to be a helper to people, who's never been in a fight, who's never given up a child, who's never wrote books about sadness and depression, who's never been on the verge of going to prison. Just this great, wonderful person is who I want you to meet and know. And that's how I introduce myself. Not in those words, but in present. Not realizing I'm still 100% human 100% of the time. So I'm still bumping my head. I'm still making mistakes. I'm still letting words come out of my mouth that maybe I should have thought about and prayed about before I said them. I'm still getting frustrated in traffic. I'm still carrying a bat in my car. That's Billy. I'm still Sonya. Every day. I just let some things go. Letting go of my books and clothes and my company and not creating anymore doesn't mean my name is now changed. I'm still Sonya. So that means... I still do things that are embedded in me to do. And if he has an issue, instead of just sweeping it under the rug, he's going to tell me. And instead of me receiving it like I did with everybody else, it was falling on deaf ears or I would get upset. How dare you? How dare you? You know how much I do for you and you want to complain about something? I cook, I clean, I go to work, I bring in money, I take care of these kids. How dare you? So his complaints were falling on deaf ears because I thought I was grander than that. But guess what, y'all? He still loved me. He just wanted me to see what he seen or feel what he felt or understand the way he thought. It didn't mean, but I see you as less, or I don't love you the same, or you don't mean as much to me. None of that meant anything. It's just his feelings. But they were falling on deaf ears, so he got quiet. And he just stopped telling me. And then I would see him rubbing his temples, and I know what that means. Something's bothering him. And I will say, hey, what's bothering you? Thinking, you know, it's the job. It's one of them kids. It's something. But it could have been me. But I had shut him down so much. He ain't going to tell me. <laughs> he went quiet. Now, here we are, you know, 10 years later. I get it. I get it. And he can talk to me. And I listen. And I understand. Because I go to him when he's bothering me or something's bothering me or a situation or a word or whatever. And we talk about it and we keep it moving. That's why people constantly think me and my husband have this perfect relationship. Nobody's perfect and nothing's perfect. We work at this. We work hard at this. We work hard at this. We don't argue. We don't call each other out of our names. We don't throw things, break things, walk out. We talk. And sometimes we don't even agree, but we agree to disagree. And it's all good. You guys, there are people every day who know everything about everything and you waste your time trying to tell them better or tell them different and all it is is a back and forth. It's not even a good debate. It's just... A waste of moving wind around, moving your tongue up and down in your mouth, saliva building up in your mouth. It's a waste of time, breath, and effort for one or both of you. Just fall silent because once again, a fool knows everything and they want to tell you about everything they know. But the wisest people know when to close their mouth, And smile and nod. All right, it's your girl, Sonia. Y'all know how to find me. It's Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A-M, at ledbymotivation.com. Or you can email us at ledbymotivation07 at gmail.com. I so appreciate you all. And keep the emails coming. I appreciate those. Keep the ideas coming. Um, I'm going to start hitting on these ideas next week. Or not next week, I'm sorry, the week after that. I'm going to start hitting on these ideas. I'm just stockpiling them. And I am going to start with my um, interviews again. As a matter of fact, I have one this Saturday. I know you guys loved it when Eric was on the show. He's supposed to be on the show monthly, but he's got something going on with work and and Paula. And I have so many other guests lined up. If you do not receive my free newsletter, what are you waiting on? Simple as sending me an email and you got it. Alright? Have a great day, you all.